0: Good morning, Damon. How are you doing today? And Reverend? I'm great, Iroh. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. This has become a tradition for you and I because we've been doing this for many, many years. And as always, I'm so grateful that you are not letting this story fade away like so many people have inside their hearts.
1: Well, thank you for making your own contribution to that. It's appreciated. What
0: you have done here is that you're documenting a part of history that really does go deep inside the soul of what took place. We, you know, we see the headlines, we we see the newsreels and things like that, but you go in and get the conversation. God has to be working with you.
1: No, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I, I'll let Father Martin speak to that. He's much more qualified than I am. All I know is that people were incredibly generous with me arrow with their time and with their recollections and what they proved to me over and over again my friend is that we are here to serve one another mm-hmm. that is the choice that we can always make even in the worst of circumstances everybody that i talked to chose it in one way or another they chose to serve each other and that's something that as you say i think we could afford to remember right now mm-hmm. reverend to be set up in the core of
0: hell how present was god with you
2: Oh, very present. Uh, I I saw uh, ground zero really as a place not only of Good Friday, right, of unimaginable suffering, but uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, not uh, you know people, you know, you were already at a place uh, where people had sacrificed their lives—the firefighters and the rescue workers who ran into the burning building—and you know, in a sense, I felt like they were offering us a little parable. You know, a parable is a story that uh, Jesus tells in the Gospels, and the parable of 9/11 for me is. You know how much does God love us? God loves us as much as the firefighter or the rescue worker that runs into the burning building. So I I saw that as a real sign, um, you know, of God's love for us, even in the midst of that terrible experience. Damon, I wish you could see the city of
0: Charlotte today because Uptown is just filled with honor for everybody that was involved with nine eleven. And I just love the way cities embrace this. We do this as a nation.
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah, uh, as we should. You know, we need to remember our past. Uh, specifically so that we can move forward in the best way possible. We have to remember, Arrow, that we can make choices at any moment. That is our God-given creative instinct. And the choice that we should be making, I think, and this is my personal submission, is each other. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be... Uh, you know, when nine eleven happened, all this other stuff dropped away. The politics, the religion, the ethnicity, the who you're marrying, your sexual orientation, your bank account. We remember that none of that matters what matters is our love for one another and seeing our common humanity in each other. But we don't need a tragedy to do that. Right, right. We can choose right. that every morning. It just takes a little, when you're having your first cup of coffee, you say to yourself, "How? who am I gonna be today? How do I wanna treat other people? How do I wanna be treated? Mm. And when you have that as your lodestone, good things happen and it's more fun to live that way. It really is. Mm. And so that's what I'd like us to remember.
0: Reverend, when I was at Ground Zero, and I know that uh, more people than I have, have done this, when you, when you reach that point, there is a great sense of silence that goes through your system. What, what is it that we're feeling? Is it the presence of a higher power? Is it sadness? How can we get out of that and start celebrating lives rather than, than it, walking away from something?
2: That's a good question. I, I think, boy, what is it? I think it is God's spirit that kind of uh, reminds us that uh, we're in a holy place. You know, it is a grave after all. Uh, but I think even for the non-believer, they recognize that this is a really important place. You know, what we can do, you know, look, I can only speak as a believer. What we can do is remember that God al- always is offering us choices, right? We can choose uh, to live charitable lives or to live selfish lives. And it really is up to us. It's, us, it's, about, it's about choice. It's about listening to God's voice. Uh, in our life you know calling us to new life arrow i want to tell you
1: that uh, father martin has a new book coming out and it's called come forth the Mm -hmm. promise of jesus's greatest miracle now it's the story of lazarus which you probably know Uh, yes i do yeah and it you don't have to be a christian to appreciate the story i I want people to understand that the story is that jesus calls to lazarus who has died and he says get up yes You, you can be alive And and what Father Martin writes, I mean, that would be a fantastic story and enough. I mean, if I was writing that story, I'd be like, that's great. But um, what Father Martin points out is that there's another layer to it, and that is that Lazarus is the one who really has to choose. Mm -hmm. Do I answer the call? Do I answer the call? Do I leave my cold, dark tomb and go out into the light and live again or not? And I think that's the choice that we all are given every day, Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. we focus on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if we keep that in mind, well, 9-11 showed us, what can't we accomplish? Right,
0: right. Yeah, the ever-changing world that we live in today, I mean, we all speak of it moving too quickly, but at the same time, it's also falling apart, but we need each other.
1: We we always need each other. We are here for each other. You have just put your finger on it, my friend. You always do. We are here for each other. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing that ever matters. We find ourselves in our service to each other, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. you use these words uh, inside the book. Anyone old enough? Oh my God, we've hit that point in history. Old enough? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have.
2: Yeah, you One know, I work with I work with with, yeah. I work with people at uh, work at a Catholic magazine, and there are some interns there. That for them, this might as well be the Spanish American War, yeah, and so right. it's it's inviting people to remember these stories and remind, remind, inviting people to remember the heroism as well. Because I really think a lot of right. Uh, what Damon's book is about is heroism as well, as well as the tragedy.
1: I have an 11 year old son and he, you know, he asks me questions about this all the time. And he says, well, I saw this newsreel and I saw, you know, they see it on YouTube and you know, it's it's a totally different way of learning than than the rest of us are accustomed to. Uh, so yeah, they have questions, but here's the thing. We have to be the ones who provide the answers because we're the older generation and hopefully we're a little bit wiser and we're supposed to be passing stuff down. So that's why the book is here you know, a book is a great thing. It's like a time warp. Yep. You can read a book and, you know, they say walk a mile in another person's shoes and then you'll understand. Well, a book allows you to do that. It allows you to enter another person's time and space. You could read a book from two thousand years ago. It's like you're right there with them. <laughs> so it's a wonderful act of magic, you know the, it's called writing, you know, and reading and and literature, and we have that at our disposal. When do
0: we get this book inside the school so that we can teach the lessons from this? because like you said, there the are words on a page, but there, there are lessons on each you know inside each paragraph.
1: Well, you know, the book is always there, like every everything else in life is always there. You just have to tune into it and you'll find it. You know, so uh, I, I I don't want to tell schools what, what they should be teaching. That's not my bailiwick, right. you know. I'm not qualified to do that. However, I can tell you that this book and, and Father Jim's book are, you know, they're they're there. And if you want to know about them, they're there at any moment. You you don't even have to buy it. You can just go to your library, you know. Libraries are wonderful things. Imagine and you that. can read about anything. Yeah. And you can inform yourself about any topic and you can make the choices that you want to make to lead the life that you want to lead. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Wow. 10 minutes is not enough time for you guys. Oh my God. I I, I guess that we'll have to put this on pause for another year, but man, you always bring the conversation, sir. I love the way that your heart is, is beating and, and pushing forward throughout
1: our history. Well, it's, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much for your compassion and your kindness.
0: And Reverend, thank you so much. And I will be reading your book and I would love for you to come back on
2: this show and let's talk about Lazarus because, Oh my God, so huge in my soul. I'd be delighted. I I've spent the last five years talking about working on this book come forth and uh, any questions you have about Lazarus, I'm your guy. Oh my God, my my pastor Stephen Furtick
0: from Elevation Church. That's all we talk about. Lazarus, Lazarus. Oh God. <laughs> so you guys be brilliant today, okay?
1: Thank Thanks. you. God you bless you. Borrow.